folks, one of the Redneck Country Podcast. You're on with Real Redneck Tom Millar, and of course, we got the almost guy, Real Redneck Bill. Tom, Bill, are you there? I am here, and uh, it's a beautiful night for a podcast. It is a beautiful night for a podcast. It's finally, finally a beautiful night for a podcast, if the studio was outside. And I have to interrupt for a few minutes and say that uh, I'm sorry to say that I am in the studio and sitting next to Todd. I didn't even introduce you yet. And as you can see, my mic is hot. And I did a walk over, and it is a beautiful night for a podcast. It's just that I had to come because he can't leave me at home where I would be more privately and, and uh, to be happier. But happier. going through my phone with my <laughs> com pilot, it doesn't work. I have to sit here and be plugged directly you into the com pilot. You need to come over with the family, so, hang out, and spend un- time with us. That's a negative thing at your age? I un- figured you'd be no, jumping no, that, at the that's chance. That's not a negative thing at all. It's the way you introduced me, so that's why I jumped in. And unfortunately, Bill, I have to sit here next to The way to I introduce you is, and beside me as always, is the patriarch of Redneck Country, my father, Real no, Redneck Tom Alert. How go. is that? And I'm sorry to say, and I regret and all this garbage <laughs> sitting next to me I'm is trans- my father. <laughs> I'm so, a transparent person. That's why I introduced myself or introduced you. I am sitting next to my son. Oh, I could be home, but nope, I have to be here. <laughs> Listen to this. <laughs> you couldn't yeah, keep I'm, fired I'm, not right? the, great. I'm not with the family. I, I was on the back porch with the family, but I had to come in here. So it went from, oh, what a wonderful visit to sitting next to my son. But all the food was gone. He could come inside. Now. I never. Yeah. There was lots of food and I resisted it. I resisted it. See, see the garbage. <laughs> It's just, it's relentless and I get it and I understand. And And you're welcome in the center room. So it's, it's, it's an effort, a change. It's a nice day out here. So it's a beautiful day. I had a great day. It was wonderful outside today. We got a, a new member of the family today. You got a what? Yep. That's it. We got a new member of the family today. I'm going to guess it's a pet. It, yes, it's a pet. My, At my, their age, it better be a pet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Goodbye, there Beetle. No doubt on that. <laughs> the, uh, the young lady, Violet, uh, earned herself uh, with two months worth of keeping her room clean, tidy, and helping out around the house uh, a hamster. Oh, so, there you go. Oh, been there, yeah. done that. That's awesome. Yeah. I like so she, uh, yeah, she she researched and did hours of YouTube video watching and learning habitat and and all the right things to do. And after two months of of hard work and you know she she did good. And the excitement was was definitely there last night. She wanted to go right away because uh, I think Saturday was the day she earned the, the the hamster and they got the cage and the enclosure. Well, not the cage, but they did a. A bin thing anyways but they did got it all set up and ready to go and and now with no hamster in it on saturday night sunday she wanted to go right away and get the the hamster so it took her everything to wait until today and uh she got a a little hamster and uh, named it tanner because it's a tan colored hamster that beats hammy it beats be Tammy, yes. It beats. Yeah, so. Anyways, there you go. That's the big news in the Tom household for. Uh, That's the awesome. Yeah. Got Those, a hamster. Uh, Been there, done that. The day I got yeah. my vasectomy done, we then went and got a hamster. 
I always shut it down when we get in the store and I couldn't get out of the vehicle at this time because I had peas on my junk. So I sat and actually I bought a pool cue that day. I had the lady meet us in the parking lot at the PetSmart. (laughs) She had to come over to the window and put it in the back seat for me while the family was in buying a hamster. It's a crazy story, you know, because none of that goes together. (laughs) It's not one I wanted to hear either. No, I'm not sure our listeners didn't want to hear that either, but it it was so random how how none of that fit together. I thought we were promoting a a vasectomy, a hamster, and a pool cue all in the same day. I thought we were promoting listeners. I didn't think we were, you know. Promoting listeners, and we would have you at home and not even calling in. We'd replace you with Tanner. There I am, sitting next to my son. And beside me, as always, is Redneck Country's hipster, Tanner. What do you say, Tanner? So you guys had a had a, had a wonderful week otherwise then? What, well, uh, I'll let Dad go, then you can go, and then I can go. Oh. Yeah, and then I can leave while he's going. Yeah, because there's, I'm going to tell story. the story for Dad. Oh, no. That Oh, oh no. Yes. Oh, yes. But he can tell about his week prior okay. to prior All to right. our, our hunting adventures, turkey hunting adventures coming up. I tell you what, Bill, we got quite the woods when you can go out in a windstorm, which typically not great and still have toms. But we'll oh. get there. We'll get yeah, there. Yeah, we'll get there because I've got some stories, too. So Wicked. carry on. So, Just Dad, let me hear what, your week. what did you do this week? Well, look I, at look at hold on. Did you notice I let you go first? I introduced you there. I asked you a question. Did you notice you haven't shut up so I can? He's really hostile tonight. Holy did mom, I, all did, I'm doing did mom is, get on I'm, you today? Like no, was she? We had a great day outside today. But I'll I'm gonna text there. her. But you know what? All I'm doing is speaking the obvious. You know, like the the crap I put up with, I'm I'm rebelling. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> Whatever you say. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, this week was not a pleasant week as far as weather until just the last couple of days. But I did enjoy Mother's Day with my wife and other mothers on Sunday afternoon. And who else? Um, let's see. There was Jen. There was Bill and Jane. There was my wife. There was uh, Jalero. There was Zoe. There was Julie. There was Jen, Avery, and Megan. And me. I don't feel so bad because you forgot care as well and I, me. I, I didn't forget you. I, was, I know you were <laughs> avoiding me, but in your avoidance of me, you forgot my sister. Yes, and, and so care. I'm okay with that. And care. <laughs> anyway, we, we, after church, we had a lunch because we had a baptism Sunday. So we had a lunch and all that stuff and it was great. And so Jen said, we're going to go to Mackey's at Port Stanley Beach we're going to eat in Mackey's and we're going to celebrate Mother's Day down there. And I thought, OK, that's terrific. It was a beautiful day yesterday. It was a nice afternoon. And so we, we get a couple tables in Mackey's and they all go up to get the food. And they leave me with the three kids. Megan went up or yeah, Megan went up with you guys. And I had Avery, Jalero and Zoe. And my sister, or my daughter says, you're in charge, Dad. So I said, okay, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I, said, uh-huh. I forgot That's Trudy, too. That's not the too. blind leading the blind. I forgot Trudy, too. So anyway, I said to him, or Jalero says to me, "Are we? can we go to the beach? Can we go to the beach? Are you kidding me? We're not just going to the beach. We're going in the water. We're going in the water? Yep. I said, you should have wore shorts. 
Because now, because you're going to get your pant legs wet now. And Avery did the old happy dance. She says, I wore shorts. I wore shorts. I can take my shoes and socks off and wait in. And Jalero says, well, I can put my pant legs up. And he yanks his pant legs right up over his knees. He says, I'm ready to go. I looked down at Zoe and she had tights on. And Zoe says, what about me? I said, well, we're going to have to cut the toes out of your tights and and, uh, roll them up over your knees. She says, no, I'll take them off. Good idea. Well, then Trudy, who is the grandma, my sister-in-law, the grandma to Jalera and Zoe, she says, nope, 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 nope. She come back at that time and said, nope, nope, nope. They're not, go- not going in. The- no, going near the water. No, ain't happening. And I said, guess what? I'm in charge. I was told I was in charge of these guys and they're going in the water. So, you know, that's it. And they did. And they had a blast on the beach. And Zoe come up to Todd and she says, I love the sand on my toes. So, yeah, we had a good we had a good afternoon down there. It was awesome. And today, I got up this morning, and uh, Rick picked me up at ten after eight, and we went over and we rolled Todd's trailer out of the garage where my hot rod was stored. We rolled the hot rod out. It started right up. I drove it home, and it's nice. home. Oh, it was a beautiful That's- morning. Yep, yeah, I shined it all up i cleaned it all up i vacuumed it out cleaned the windows and the mirrors and got it looking really good and i backed it out in the sun and uh, we'd had a great day my wife had a coffee and and a, and a snack out on the front porch and this afternoon i took my grandson aaron for a cruise and got all kinds of waves and thumbs up and oh man did it ever feel good and it did it sound good and i love that it wintered well no issues uh, over the winter nope it, i didn't even need to put uh, a charger or anything on it to start it it started oh, that's awesome it was yeah it is awesome and it ran good and oh yeah it's a good so feeling just, to get it on the road. Oh, yeah. I was sitting on the front porch just looking at it in the sun all day because it's been a beautiful sunny day. People going by and giving me the thumbs up. Yep. Took it for a run. Oh, it, it was great. And so anyway, we, we had supper tonight. And I said to my wife, well, I'm not going to have time to uh, you know go for a ride or anything before I come over here. So I'll just put her back in the garage and walk over to Taz. So it's back in the garage now. Not the garage that's stored in, but my garage. And so it's sitting there waiting for tomorrow. You can do it anytime you want now. Yep. Just awesome. go out, turn the key. Well, I don't know. Has it got a key on that thing? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So turn the key and you're good to go. Yep. Awesome. <laughs> so that's good. Yeah, I sent you a picture of a Volkswagen that was sitting out. I saw all kinds of cars today. There was all kinds yeah. of cars out. It was so nice. And it was, weird. I was coming yeah. home from my brother's place on the weekend and I saw an uh, old Volkswagen too and it was something going on but uh, yeah if you uh, like i said on that one if you ever get a price tag on that yeah. let me know because I I, i'm always willing to you know talk to my wife and say hey this is a really good deal you know it's not like yeah. it's not a goalie pad it's, to buy it's too late bill i've already texted her did you yeah <laughs> yeah that's all right well last summer he had a for sale on it all all summer when i walked by and I never ever saw him out, never got a chance to talk to him. So it's finally out now. I haven't seen it up till this week. It's finally out. I walked by it tonight. I sent you a picture. And uh, if I ever see him out there, maybe even I'll knock on the door and say if it's still for sale and ask him. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, that's a surefire way to get me in trouble. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah, so there you go. You didn't have to make a trip to Orangeville this weekend? This weekend? <laughs> no, I did not go. <laughs> did not go to Orangeville. Found some goalie pads that would have been perfect. Sell the bunch I got here, but no, I didn't. I didn't bother. They're a good price. I just couldn't get there. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's always a good deal. It's a good price to you factor in fuel. Oh, yeah. That's a $2 a liter now. It's, it's ridiculous, but it yeah, well, $2 a liter. I made the trip down to my brother's place, and I would have spent every dime of that to uh, to go down there. It was an absolute blast uh, for that. So You had a good well, time. Well, let's hear yeah, about it. You, you know, I don't want to cut your dad off there if he's got... You know, no, no, that was that was me. I'm just I just feeling really good. I just had a great day outside, did a little bit of yard work and, and it's just amazing. enjoyed it. For that it's amazing how, how the sun can turn oh. your whole mood around, eh? Yeah. Wait so. a minute. Don't we want to tell about what else you got into, Dad, real quick? Do you want me to give the Coles well, notes? Hold, hold on, I got one more story. I forgot to tell you. Um Oh, I got a story for him. I thought he'd share it. No. All winter people have been putting stuff in our church, there's a couple of rooms where they've been putting stuff in for a white elephant sale, rummy sale, whatever you want to call it. And so usually if I see something there and I wonder if it works, I usually take it home, make sure it works. Well, there were two of those sprinklers that you hook up to a garden hose that they do that can move around in a circle. <laughs> How does that go? <laughs> you know, like the song, want to be a sprinkler? <laughs> no, yeah. I don't know that song. Oh my gosh, you must be, you must be too young. Ladies and gentlemen, from Lawrence Welk's classic. No, 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 no way. It's not. It was a, it was a rock song. Anyway, it was a rock song. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So today I hooked up the garden hoses. I thought I'm okay. I'm outside. I can. I'm in the driveway. I can see the car right there, and it's sunny. I'll hook up the hoses while I'm here and give those sprinklers a try. So hooked up the hoses, and then I put one on. And I screwed one on the end of the hose, turned the water on, and I made sure it was facing away from me, and I held it level. And sure enough, it was shot water, and it worked. You know, it did that kachuk with that flipper, and it came around in a half circle, and I shut it off before it got to me. I thought, okay, that one works. So we can put that in the sail. So I hooked the other one up and and I turned the water on and, and right away realized I didn't make sure where it was facing and it just went right across my face and chest. But it worked. Yeah, I got soaked and it was cold, but it worked. So my yeah, wife laughed up. at me. She, she thought that was pretty hilarious, but it, yeah. it didn't bother me. I was in too good a mood. So they worked. So that's there you it. go. So what else did I forget? Well, did you got, that's not the only time that you got wet at church. Oh, I'm, that's a whole long, big story. Well, not me. if I tell it. No, no, no. Let me, let me try and tell it. No, oh, good okay. grief. All okay. right. I'm watching the clock. All right. Because I could tell it pretty succinct. No, give me three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We had, we had a baptism Hold on. Sunday. Let me, let me, let me set the, the groundwork, Bill, because you're not going to believe this. And the reason I'm asking him to tell it has nothing to do with outdoors. And forgive me, everybody. We're going to get to some turkey hunting, I swear. But you've got to hear this because this is why I always say, and sitting beside me is my father. So th- this is Look, the side factor. if I'm not much entertainment, can't you say, and say sitting beside well, me is my dad. Uh, Will you hear this? Uh, because like, the entertainment be turns into work. And if we had Bill who hunts with us on here, not, not you, Bill. Bill, the other bill, then he would back me up on this, and he well, would have certainly. the sigh as well. So, certainly, uh, Bill was my partner in crime on this one. No, you made him your partner <laughs> no, in no, crime. No, 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 literally, Bill, literally partner in crime. You okay, wait till you right. hear this. Okay, let me hear this. Story. We had a baptism Sunday last weekend, and the 
that we we got the font out. Bill and I made sure that the heating elements worked, and so we filled the font. We had a perfect baptism. The water was toasty warm last weekend, so we thought, okay, we'll drain it and we'll put fresh water in because we had, this Sunday we had another baptism service, and so we were going to baptize again. So on uh, Wednesday or Thursday, we we filled the font with water, and Bill turned on the elements, and okay. We'll go over on Saturday and check it and see how warm it is. And so I went over on Saturday morning and it was empty. And empty. Empty. And the elements had <laughs> heated air and they had warped and blew fuses and burned out. Oh, no. oh, yeah. Oh, no. And so oh, no. Bill was feeling really bad because he was the one that closed the drain and then turned on the water. And the only thing I could figure because... I started filling it again, and I could hear this slight little, you know, gurgle like the water was leaving. And then I realized that there was a piece of scale or something in there, and I had to open the tap and close it, open the tap and close it until I got it sealed so it wouldn't drain. But Bill's like me, wears hearing aids, and one's not working. He had to send it away, and he didn't hear that little gurgle and didn't realize that when from Wednesday to Saturday, it drained and burn out the elements. Yeah, so no anyway, we got it filling now and realized that these there's, these elements need repairing. They're they're not working. We you know they're just not going to happen. So Bill got the idea that we'll empty the hot water tank about a dozen times into it and see if we can warm it up for Sunday. So we did that. We emptied the hot water tank about four times on Saturday, and uh, he said he'd come over and. And in the morning on Sunday morning and put some more in some more hot water. So we left the hose hooked up to the hot water tank instead of filling it with the, the regular tap that was cold water into the tank. We filled we ran a hose from the hot water tank. Now, where you plug the hose in the hot water tank, it's not it doesn't come out with a tap on it. What it is, is the the way you close it. How to describe it to you? It's got a place where you can put a hose on it. But to close that hole at the bottom of the water tank, you had to take a kind of a tap-like thing, like a handle, that had a spigot on it, and you screwed that onto the piece that came out, and that went in and sealed it. And it also had a, a threaded piece out on it where you could put on the hose. So to let that run, you had to put the hose on it and hook it up, and then you had to turn that white handle to the left so that it came away from the from the water tank and opened the water but it turned the hose and everything at the same time it's, i never seen anything like this before and then you details up. not needed Sounds complicated. let's get yes. to the point can okay. i tell it now no so okay so so that's how we were feeling we left it hooked up so saturday night i was tired it's a busy week hunting turkeys in the morning i slept from 10 to 3.30, perfect. Five and a half hours, great. I woke up, had to go to the bathroom, 3.30. Oh, wow, I just got five and a half hours sleep before I had to go in here. Come back to bed. My wife turned over and she says, are you going to church? I said, no, I was going to the bathroom. She says, you think you should go and make sure the tank's still full? I thought, oh, now you put that in my head. So you got to think this through because mom freaks out. It's a production, right? You're, this is after COVID. Finally, we can do baptisms. You're going to have a bunch of guests. A lot of people haven't been coming to church. Now you're going to have a full church. It's going to be insane. It's got to be, there's a lunch. It's got to be a big deal. So mom is like, if there's something goes wrong, it's going to look bad. So, so four thought, in the morning, mom wants dad to go over and take a look and make sure everything's all right. She says, I'll go with you. So I said, okay, so we get up. We drive over to the church, 
we we go in, we go look at the font. There's water in there. It's room temperature-ish. You know, it's not really warm and that. I said, I said, what do you think? Uh, we should run a hot water tank one more time. It only takes about 10 minutes then to empty that hot water tank into here. She says, well, you can if you want. So I opened that valve. I opened it too far. And when she yelled at me and she said, okay, it's coming cold now, turn it off. I went to turn it off and it came off of my hand and I was shooting a full stream of water <laughs> six inches off the ground right across the boiler room and hitting the wall. And I, the morning. I thought I broke the tap. I didn't realize that that thing could come right off or right out. And so I thought, oh, Lord, it's threaded. Maybe I can get it back on. So full water pressure I can't get it on and get it threaded and get it like okay I gotta shut off the water so I follow this pipe to the water tank and I, I grab the valve and I turn the valve the water doesn't go off I realize now I've just shut the gas off <laughs> so now we shut the gas off to the whole church I've shut the gas off to all the pilot lights in the church Oh, okay, so that was and relate all the pilot lights. Well, if you could get the tap back on, but he still got four water firing across the room. So the water's still. So okay, I think. I wonder if I could get the hose on it. So I force the hose up to the piece that's coming out of the water tank that this white tap would screw onto. And because the water now is going in the hose, the pressure is reduced enough because it's filling up the hose that I can actually get the thread started. And I screwed it up to where now it's just kind of spitting water out around the hose under pressure, right? But now it's not this solid stream of water. And Glenda says, now you're going to overflow the font. It's all running into the font because the hose is still in the font. I said, nope, I'm going to kink the hose, go grab the end of it and bring it back here and shove it down the drain. So I kinked it. She ran and got the hose, shoved it down the drain. Okay, now it's coming out of there. Now we got time to think. All right. Oh, up top. I didn't expect it to come from the ceiling. I thought it would come in because this boiler room is this ground level. I thought it would have come in from underneath the water line, but it's coming from the top. So here's the tap. Well, it hasn't been closed in, what, 50 years? I don't know how long. I couldn't turn the thing. So I took a screwdriver and stuck it in a hole and I'm trying to turn. I still can't turn it. I'm afraid to break it. So she said, what are you going to do? I said, Bill's a mill right. I said, let's call Bill. And he's got to figure out a way to get this water <laughs> shut off. Normally you would call. And Bill. then I said, okay, I didn't bring my phone. Cause all we did was get out of bed. I pulled on my jeans and here we are. I didn't bring my phone. Use yours. She said, well, all I did was pull my sweatpants on over my jammies. I ain't got mine either. I, she says, wait a minute, I'll get his phone number off the directory and we'll use the church phone. Church phone wouldn't work. It was dead. We didn't know it. We, haven't, we don't know how long we ain't been getting phone calls in the church. She says, go home and get your phone and call Bill. I said, no. Bill takes his hearing aids out. He won't win it. He won't hear me. I'm better and quicker just to drive right straight to his house and bang on his door. So I go to his house and I'm banging on the front window and banging on the door. The dog lights up and I thought, okay, thank goodness for the dog. But Bill, with his hearing aids out, doesn't hear a thing. So his wife comes to the door. Problems? I said, well, I got a problem. I said, the, the hot water <laughs> tank. problem. I've shut off the gas. I'm shooting water across the floor <laughs> yeah. like crazy. Can't get the water shut off to the hot water tank. And she says, I'll go wake up Bill. So Bill comes to the door in his jammies and his bare feet. He looks at me, and I just quickly explain what's happening. And he says, let me put my shoes on. So he comes in his jammies. So we head to the church. So Bill, he grabs a screwdriver, he sticks it in that tap, 
and he's forcing that tap and he breaks it in half oh. before it turns. I said, now what? He said, well, I'll move to the other side and hope it don't break off on that side. So he moved the screwdriver to the other side, put his hand on the tap and got it to break loose and start to turn. And my wife, in the meantime, the whole time that water was shooting out there, she's in the hallway with the broom yelling at me, it's coming out the hallway. And she's sweeping it back into the boiler room. Hurry up and get it shut off. It's coming out into the hallway. I said, just keep sweeping it down the drain. Well, then we got the hose on, so that relieved that problem. So she's still standing there, soaking wet. I am drenched. My pants, shirt, everything, because that water, I was right in front of it when it let loose. And I was right down in front of it trying to get that tap, the hose on. And so Bill just calmly turned to her and says, okay, I got the tap turning and it turned hard all the way in. But he says, Glendo, will you please go get me a rag for my hand? And she says, oh, you want to put it on the tap? She's, he says, no, the broken side cut my hand. So oh. he's bleeding all over the place. So she goes and gets him a rag. He wraps his hand and finishes the, closing the tap. So now we got to get the pilot lights lit. So we, we we got the the white tap back on the way it's supposed to. It's closed in the, took the hose off, closed the, the valve on the water tank. Now we can fill it. He cranked it open. It's filling it. So Glenda says, yeah, we need hot water tomorrow to do the dishes and everything. So he's like, hey, I got to relight the pilot. I said, yeah, and I got to go. There's four pilots on the stove. I got I to gotta light them. So we turn the gas back on. Bill's on his hands and knees in his jammies kneeling on that wet floor, trying to get the pilot lit on the hot water tank. I step outside of the boiler room door to head for the kitchen, and there's six cops in the door of the church. Everything all right in here? Six cops. Uh, you got problems? Uh, yeah, kind of. He says, what's happening? I said, I went through the story really quick. Tap broke, couldn't get the water, turned off the gas. Now we're trying to... He says... Yeah. He says, you got problems. He says, whose truck? I said, that's my truck. Okay, give me your name, address, phone number. But they came in and they blocked all the vehicles in like they were doing something. There was just one because I went and got Bill. It was mine. But they three cars, six cops, and they had my truck surrounded so we couldn't leave. And so anyway, because my wife worked for the Crown Attorney for so many years, he recognized my wife. She recognized him. They knew each other. He started to laugh. He says, okay, I got a name. We're good. You're good to go? I said, well, hopefully, but we're going to be here for a while. We get this fixed. He says, so you're lighting pilot lights? Yep. He says, okay, I'm leaving, but okay, guys, don't blow yourselves up. I don't want to come back. Incredible. The amount of chaos that comes from the Millard household name <laughs> is right. unbelievable. I says to Bill, welcome to my world, Bill. Okay. Now you know what I have to deal with and why I say. It's called me. destroyed in seconds is what okay. that's called. The pilot lights are lit on the stove. They can use the stove now to cook tomorrow because they had stuff to put in the oven. They, can, they got hot water. They'll have hot water for morning. And I said to Bill, what about that tank? Bill says they're getting baptized in cold water. Let's go. Yeah, we were over there. That's it. No. <laughs> the rivers are not heated. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so yeah. Well, geez, I tell you what, that uh, that's quite a story, and and it just solidifies for me where Todd gets his. His ways about it. How you know, do you take this back to me? That is all what well, I deal with, my man. Was, you know, well, Bill what was you feeling, deal with. What I, I just deal know where with. it comes from is what it, it, it is. It, but you know, I mean, the, the the funny part of it was too. Bill Bill was feeling bad. He says, "Don, 
I don't care what you did here tonight. I don't care what happens tonight. He said it started with me when I didn't get the tap closed on the drain tightly and the water drained <laughs> so out of the. He owned it. He took the. Yeah. Good I said, grief. no, Bill. No, Bill. I said, I said, no way. None of these things have been opened and closed in years. I said, everything works stiff. It's nobody's fault. It's just the way it went. And who? No, no. And he, I could have laid blame on the boat. As far as a bunch of different people. And then he said to me, you know what? Maybe it was a good thing you came over at four in the morning because if this happened in the morning trying to put another load in, we'd have really been in trouble that close okay. to having church in the service. And, and we would have been. Anyway, so yeah. So I'd have told that story a lot more succinct, a lot more funny parts. Just highlighted those. Water shooting across the floor. Turns off the yeah. turns off the gas, breaks the thing, the 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 handle on the water. Cops show up. That's yeah. that's a that's a day in the life of the Millards right there. That seems to be it. Yeah, actually it is. Well we the thank them. We th- and- my wife says, Oh, are we ever glad you guys are out looking after things? You know, like we're glad to see you if something the lights are come on and that, you check it out. We're glad. And we were. Thanks Good, for coming. Yeah. I mean, they're doing their jobs. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. And, uh, and he no. says to us, he says, how did you know you had this problem? I said, we didn't have the problem. I created it. <laughs> yeah. Divine intuition. He says, so you was. came over at four in the morning to run hot water? No, we came to make sure the tank was still had water. We just thought we'd, you know, help it along a little bit and created the problem. So my wife is laughing. She said, it wasn't funny then, but it's funny now. And she <laughs> she laughed all day today. I don't know how many people she's told this story. But, yeah. Well, it's good. And it went, the baptism went over. Oh, with awesome. Awesome service. We had 44 people out to church and we had a great lunch. And yeah, it was wonderful. Good deal. So, yeah. and then Mother's Day. So, yeah. So, on that note, Bill, what'd you do this week? Well, it's hard to, to follow that story up, but we, uh, I don't have one nearly as, as long uh, with as many uh, chaotic things that have happened. That's for, for sure. But yeah, no, I was just uh, alluding to the fact that uh, I got the invite from my brother midweek to. Uh, to head down to his place and, and do a little bit of turkey hunting and uh, that it was a blast you know we, uh, we it's long overdue I don't I think I've I've never turkey hunted um, in that particular spot uh, obviously because it's his spot but um, uh, we um, I went down Friday night and uh, I stayed at his place overnight and went out to the uh, local pub and had a had a nice bit of chicken wings and some some food like he eats and i don't know how he eats like that. <laughs> it wasn't what. max milk <laughs> no, well no it was not but what we had was uh two pounds of uh, wings each and then these provolone breaded um deep fried things uh, and he says that's nothing. And there was four of them. And they're, they're bigger, about as big around as your coffee cup would be the piece of provolone cut in half. And there's two of those uh, wheels in, in the basket. And I said, you eat this? He says, yeah, I eat all of that plus two pounds of wings. And then I go play hockey. <laughs> <laughs> after he eats that he goes and plays not oh yeah, yeah that's what he said no yeah so some, sometimes oh, it's afterwards but Jay, sometimes you are my hero my man you are yep. my hero so we had a we had a drink we watched a little bit of the Leafs game we had a couple pounds of wings well I didn't he had two pounds of wings half that basket of cheese 
And the wings I couldn't finish, he finished. And I'm sure if I had more, he would have finished that too. <laughs> he's, he's used to eating that stuff. And I got wing sauce everywhere and I'm trying to figure out. And he's clean. I'm like, how do you stay so clean eating wings? He says, I eat a lot of wings. <laughs> <laughs> He's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so I need a lot of wings. We I went back to his place and uh you know, watched the, the last couple minutes of the hockey game at his place and we both kinda said that's enough. It was been a long week for both of us. He delivered all kinds of hot tubs and made people's dreams come true with the hot tub deliveries and, and uh I, I worked and we said, you know what, we'd love to stay up, but we four o'clock comes early and, and sure enough it did, so I know I've met Jay and I know Jay, but I got to ask this question: Which one's older, you or Jay? I'm older. Yeah, he looks uh, okay. older because so, of all the stuff he puts through his body and stuff. So he's you know, he's, he's, yeah. he's little brother, and you get amazed by him, right? Yeah, yeah. There you go. I get amazed by him. That's for sure. There's a four four years difference in between us, and yeah, he's he's younger, but you know. He's put his body through a little bit more. That's not true. I mean, with all the, the stuff that we did, riding bulls and playing yeah. sports and stuff, I'm sure we're pretty much on par with the damage we've done to ourselves. But if it's a, <laughs> it's a competition, I think he may be winning in the food category. So. <laughs> but, yeah, so we got up, and uh, it was only about 15 minutes to a spot. So 4 o'clock in the morning comes. Actually, uh, to start that, story off a little bit of the turkey hunt we uh before we went to the pub to have a, a bite we went to the turkey hunting spot and just kind of sat out there and, and scoped it out and had the binoculars out looking we were he was telling me stories about where he t- shot his turkey last year and uh, did you really that's so cool so you went out yeah. before you went out went and, and and he showed you the spot you were going in the morning and all that fun stuff yeah, no, he, he hadn't been there yet this year. Um, it's just kind of scattered out for birds, but he'd heard from the farmer, which is the downfall of anybody. I, I heard from the farmer there was 20 birds in the field, you know, a couple of days before, which is, is what my brother said. And uh, he uh, he said, hey, that's, that's I thought I'd, I'd give you a call and we'd, we'd go down and see if we can do something with these birds. So sure enough, we went out and it was a beautiful night, kind of like tonight, no wind, nothing. It was, uh, sun was just starting to go down and, uh, I don't know, around seven o'clock or so we were sitting sitting by the edge of the field and just about getting ready to go. I hadn't seen anything and sure enough, I look up and there's a turkey in, in the field. Uh, it had come around the corner and it was sitting exactly where he wanted to set the decoys up. And I'm thinking that is, that's a, a good sign. At this late stage of the night, you know, that bird, it was a hen. We looked at it through the binos and checked it out and stuff. And it was a hen and it was just kind of cruising around this spot where we were going to set the decoys up in the morning. And we said, you know what? That's good enough. If there's a hen kicking around here, there's got to be a tom. We're going to back on out of here uh, and, uh, you know, wait till the morning and go grab a bite to eat and, and, and see if that hen roosts close. And we might we might just get lucky, you know, might might be over real quick. And, uh, yeah, so we, we backed out of there and, you know, you know our hopes were high and, and we, uh, um, got up four o'clock in the morning and, and got to our spot and walked across the field, quite a, quite a trek to get across the field, but you know what? I mean, it, it was nothing us athletes weren't, uh, us capable athletes. of doing like that. So, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it wasn't a, a plowed field, which I was. I walked across those uh, plowed fields and you get six pounds of mud in your boots and you, mm-hmm. you know, decoys in your back and the whole works. But, you know, we, we got to our spot right about where that turkey had set up and, and uh, set our decoys. But 
the thing that was really, really different from the night before was the amount of wind. And it was incredible the amount of wind yeah. that had picked up in, in six, seven hours or whatever it was between when we were there last and, you know, and it just, it's so disheartening when you wake up in the morning, you know, want for the best for the, for of a hunt. And you can't even hear <laughs> the calls. I guarantee you weren't reaching out as far, nearly as far as, uh, as I wanted them to. And, and, um, you know what, but we were going to make the best of And they don't like to move a lot. Like, we'll get into that with our story, too. But they don't like yeah. to move a lot. They don't like to no. call when it's windy. Like, they're really no, cautious. They they're watching leaves I, blow. They want to, yeah. yeah. You know, and I think you think more, too. And I, I, I kind of made a mistake the more I think about it now. But I, I didn't know the bush. I, I think on a windy day like that, I don't believe the birds want to stay in the field. I think they want to be in the in the woods more because the woods are calmer. You're not going to get the wind blowing up there in the, in the feathers and stuff. And you guys may have a different story and experience, which is awesome because we can tell both sides of it, but we didn't see a bird the whole, we didn't see a bird. We didn't hear a bird the whole morning. And we stayed till, I don't know, about nine 30, I guess with the hopes that something was just going to walk around, around the corner and, uh, nothing did so we had we, we told some stories back and forth we we called uh, he tried to uh, you know slate call I, I i tried mouth call slate call box call you know i, I had to stake the decoy's tail you know two stakes on either side of the decoy tail to <laughs> so it wouldn't spin around in circles like it was take on, off like a uh, helicopter yeah it was uh, exercise the demons there so we <laughs> the, the, the jake decoy Possessed was decoy. <laughs> yeah so we, we we staked it down and we decided to uh yeah just give it give it the best we get call every now and then i called crazy i called soft i called whatever i could and thinking that there might have been a bird cruising around it was absolutely the perfect field conditions just the wind messed us up so much that i, I think that was the sole reason we didn't we didn't see any birds but <laughs> went for a walk Afterwards, went for a walk, uh, walked through the woods, and got back to his truck. And uh, I'm getting, you know, getting undressed, ready to get uh, uh, set up for the drive home. And he says, "Oh, look at that! Look at that!" Sure enough, there's three deer bust out of the bush, just, <laughs> just uh, about halfway between where we set up and and where the truck was parked. And yeah, and we got so I got to see three deer, nice three nice beautiful deer running across the field, right past where we were set up. And uh, I got to spend some time with my brother. Had a nice peanut butter and jam sandwich and a bottle of water. And it was good. Good morning. So that was that's a, that's a pretty quick story, Bill. For turkey, there's not much to tell. I mean, I wish I, I wish I had a story of birds coming in. And I'm going to leave the, the details and the good stuff to you guys because I know for sure that there was a little bit more action down. In there there Thomas, was a little so. bit. So I, I posted, I seen, I seen Jay post on Facebook, the picture of the sunrise, a beautiful board. I said, yep, that says it all right there. When you're posting a picture of sunrise <laughs> and he said, well, it's good to be just out. And I said, I, I don't know if you followed the comments. I said, but really, if you knew ahead of time that all you were going to get was a picture of a sunrise, would you have still gone out? <laughs> not, not, not to foreshadow anything, but I didn't see a single picture from you. So what is that? What does that say? Well, because I learned my lesson from the week before. Oh. Camera down, gun in hand, not phone in hand. Oh, I see. Yeah. But but uh, yeah. Did you get any more ammunition? So you just walk around my house, you can find some land here and there and everywhere. Yeah, we're yeah, good to go. Good. We're rolling around my truck. Yeah, tell the truth. He got them from me 
before we left last week. <laughs> Why? Well, it doesn't surprise me at all. I got a the- bunch of, I got a bunch, but mm, dad gave yeah. me some. I don't have to look. Mm-hmm. So, but yes. So we got up, I said earlier, because by the time we got in last week, that darn rooster on the neighboring farm was con, con, and and, and I believe it wakes, wakes the turkeys up. So I said, we got to get in there before that stupid thing wakes up. And it was getting light and like Scotty, Michael got busted. So, so we got to get there. We got to get there earlier by the time I get dad down in and get in there. So we did, we got me and dad got there, Scotty and, and Michael came about 20 minutes after us. So that 20 minutes is to get dad walking across that field, carrying his 30 pound chair and everything else. So I got dad in, he sat on the edge. Now I'm going to say, he's probably going to cut me off. I should probably reach over and unplug his mic. But he's sitting right on the edge of the field, and, and he has no problem doing this. And it drives me insane, Bill. It drives me absolutely loopy. And he's like, "Well, I'm behind a blind." No, I don't care. You just don't sit right on the edge with just a blind around you and your top upper body. You do like he's sitting if in a you want to get a shot and not kill trees. <laughs> no, no, because <laughs> and you're not I even have gonna... shot tons of birds behind this blind. I got, I got a pop in up. the woods. No, I'm on. The, I've been on the edge. He even came out one. Day. I shot a bird. He was sitting somewhere else, and he wasn't even near me to criticize me. And I sat right on the <laughs> edge of the field. That was probably a good hunt, wasn't it? And this bird, yeah. And this bird came out of the woods and walked 45 angle across in front of me, 40 yards out, and I nailed it dead in a doornail. And I just left it lay there till he walked up. And he walked up and he says, "Did you move this?" I said, "No." You sat right here when you shot that bird. Yes, I did. I told you. <laughs> Give me a break. I didn't he want made it happen. In front of made yeah. it happen. It, uh-huh. It just yeah. goes to show you that just because it's not Todd's way doesn't mean it's That's not right. right. Turkeys aren't turkeys aren't evolved enough yet to have optometrists, so that one clearly must have had some eye no. problems. Yeah. Right. As long as you're still and you're behind and your silhouette's broke. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> uh-uh. I'm sick and tired of trying to shoot through stuff. That killed me last week. I went back and sat in front of that dead sapling <laughs> instead of behind it. Right well, you could have sat behind field. it. You'd already killed it anyway. <laughs> That's what I said. You already cleared out half the space there with the, yeah, you're good to go. And, and a good guide at the end of the hunt would have said, okay, let me just clear out what you've, you've missed. No, so the next time we can sit exactly Well, right let me tell you something. The amount that he moves, you want to leave as much brush there as possible. <laughs> you just figure out where to put the gun I barrel, I don't Dad. move a lot. No, uh-huh. no way. Listen, uh-huh. Guys, you see him coming. And yeah, I'm looks like Stevie Wonder playing a piano oh, the whole I'm time you're sitting there. still and quiet. I just let him come. And I've got a tripod for my gun. It's already up. I'm not holding it. It's up in place. Like, I'm good to go. Uh-huh. Anyway. Count the tails on my walls. So I put the decoy out. He says, decoy's too far away. Put it right here. Yeah, the decoy's exactly. literally five feet no, off, what his, he had it, off his foot. He had, No, he had the decoy. So ten, it wouldn't look ten at Ten yards him. to the left of me. And if that bird stops ten yards to that... Now it's 20 yards through brush that's all down along the edge. I said, that's no good. I'm it's killing got, saplings it's a again. Crick. It's a crick. It's got to step out. So bring, I'm going to unplug your mic. You had your turn. You got to tell the church story. Bring the decoy back here My go. so that when he stops 10 yards from the decoy, I can shoot him. There you go. So... I get dad down in there. I set down the decoys where I think now here's the tips, tricks that we'd like to give out that here's my thought process, whether you agree with them or not. I do not like to put the turkeys that close to me. I do not like to put them in front of me. I'm going to put them out on the side. So if I'm sitting on the edge, like we're sitting on the edge of a creek, okay, the turkeys are going to come from that way or from that way. They're not coming from me head on. So I can put the decoy out in front of me. But if the turkeys are going to come in head on and look at that decoy, I don't want them looking at the decoy, looking past it and seeing me because 
because I got to move and they're going to see. So I'll put it down along the edge, 20 yards down to my left or 20 yards down to my right. So they're looking at that decoy. They're not looking at me. So makes they'll sense. come close, right? Sense. So that's yeah, what I that's, do. That's a good good tip too. I mean, we, we do the same thing. If the birds are going to come left to right, right to left, I, I, I position the, de- the turkey uh, decoys so they have to walk past me right into where I would just pick the gun up and and it's right, right where you I You got want. it. Even if they and see it, at that time, it's too late. Yeah, it, it doesn't always work that way. If it, it, you know, the, the bush that we were hunting on the uh, on the weekend, they could have come from anywhere. So you, you just pick your odds, take your chances, and see see what you what you got. But I like to have the the decoys past me on one side or the other because I can shoot left hand or right, and just make sure that it's just a quick pick it up and. Pull the trigger. Pull the trigger. You yeah. got it. No, so, no extra movement. So I did that for him. Put the decoys. Nope, we got to put them right. Okay, well, whatever. You're sitting on the edge of the field anyway, so you might as well just hold it. So anyway, I put the decoys out, and then I take off. And so I just go up to the edge and, and dip into the spot. So there's the bedroom that I talk about, right? That's where Scotty Michael went last week, went a little too late. It was light. They they put some turkeys out. I put some, I, took, I walked them in, and we all put some turkeys out. And so Scott said, I don't want to go right in there this time. I'm going to sit on the edge of the field up top with Michael, just and we're going to call him out of the bedroom. And I'm like, okay that's cool i went below the bedroom so there's the ridge of that bedroom is on it it has a ridge and they roost on the trees on that ridge so i typically if i'm setting up on top i'll set up 40 yards from that ridge they'll fly down on that ridge and that's and boom they're dead now quite often they'll also have some turkeys because there's usually 15 20 in there that'll fly down the ridge and typically uh, we've had other buddies say and and i agree that turkeys like to they'll roost on that ridge they will typically depending on where the hens go but they typically like to fly down low they can see lots of danger looking down and they'll fly as low as possible like they'll come down and go below that ridge down into the bottom when they when they come off the roost so i thought hey this is perfect i will go down the bottom of the bedroom i'm not going to cut scott off and and michael off if they land up in the bedroom up on top of that ridge they're going to walk out into the field where scott is if they fly down that ridge or they they land in the bedroom and walk down that that ridge then i'm waiting for them we've got them yeah two spots so i set up 15 yards from me there is a tom sitting in the tree on the roost you when it starts it to tree. get like i could see it clear as day and i snuck right in there and set up and had no issues he did not know i was there so i watched him all morning well as it started to get lighter and lighter and lighter i okay you, you know bill you overcome that do i call yet do i call yet yeah, well it's windier right. than especially crap especially when you see that bird on the roost and he's puffing up maybe yep nonstop. And he's like oh puffing up coming you know going back down to, to nothing puffing up and back to nothing it's like ah do i tell him i'm here yeah and you or, want to because you know you're going to have competition and you at least want the hens to know you're there so if the hens come down they might walk to you because you're hey there's another hen down there it must be safe right so that that's my theory anyway so i'm sitting there well i could tell because i have i have sat close enough to enough roosted gobblers that I could tell it's not a full size Tom. It's got, it's a decent Jake. Like it's got a five, six inch beard sitting there, but that beard's not hanging 12 inches down and and walk waving away. Right. And so I'm, I'm watching him and he's puffing up and I'm puffing, puffing up and I'm puffing. And normally this place by now you're, it's deafening with gobbles. I mean, it's just nonstop because you got 15, 20 turkeys in there. Well, 12, 15 of them are going to be hens. There's going to be five, 
five or so toms in there and one sounds off the other sounds off the other and it just yeah, doesn't just stop at that point. yeah it never stops until the hens hit the ground and then the toms come down and follow them and then yeah. the big boss toms make sure the jakes stay out on the edge right so that's typically that is my how it goes favorite time of day my favorite time of day is even before legal shooting time when when the woods just start to open up and start to come alive and you're just hoping is there a gobble and you you had a different situation because you had a bird in front of you, you could tell right away but if you don't see a bird and that sun starts to just you know it's getting close to the shoot time yeah just wait is it, on, is it, let me just, just is hear it too one. late yet is it too late should i have heard yeah. a gobble yet <laughs> yeah <laughs> i scare him coming in let's go oh there he is now game on and then it lights you up right so yep yeah. now this one i can see now because it's so windy typically they don't gobble uh, that much in the wind because no. they don't they, they have a hard time watching for danger when it's that windy there's a bunch of blowing leaves everything's moving so now they they can't pick danger out that well they can't see movement so the, I, in my theories again but they typically will not gobble as much or call as much because that wind is blowing they don't want danger to know they're there they're gonna just go off of eyesight and it's gonna be a slow day so I, I give some scratches. Well, this thing tries to let out a gobble and it lets out a half gobble. So I know it's a jig. Right, man. It's, it's not like a thunderous that you could feel in your body. And I'm 15 yards. That should that should rock my world. Absolutely. And, and it didn't. So right pressure's not on that much. But normally there's 15 turkeys in there and there's not. There's just this one that I can see. Well, it's finally, I mean, it was early for what I thought. It, two hens just well two turkeys just drop down and this guy all of a sudden his head is stretched right out from that limb looking straight down at him well now i know why he was puffing up and unpuffing the whole time he had two hens right above him in the same freaking tree you didn't see them no i couldn't see them oh so because i had other trees in front of me right that i was down below and so my theory was too i'm down in the bottom i got no wind like i'm i'm wind blocked i'm down below this ridge there is no wind this is where they want to be so i thought perfect so as i'm sitting there i I watched the two hens drop and it wasn't 30 seconds and he stretches his neck out looking down at him and he drops straight down (laughs) and then they they walked left and i i lose them because they're up on the ridge so i i messaged scott you got you got something coming to you i think it's a i think it's a jake but it's walking to you so then he messages back about five minutes later and says hey it got by us. It's way down on the ledge, the same side they're sitting on. And it's a finger that goes down, which is above dad. So I said, well, heck man, you know me, I'm not going to sit here when it's the only turkeys I saw. It's windier than crap. There's no other gobbles. I, I know that I'm down below that, that ridge and that ridge goes gradually all the way down and then joins the field way out and it's trees all the way down until it joins in bushes. So I know I can walk along that ridge and I can get right to the edge of that field where it, that finger ends and I can get a shot. So I said to him, if I'm in the, if I'm in the ridge, if I'm in that finger at the end, can I shoot him? He says, oh, definitely. We should have been 200 yards down there. It went right around us. And let me interrupt for a sec because I saw that bird walk that ridge across from me. It, it and Dad never texted me. <laughs> no, I didn't figure you'd come out after. Probably because he couldn't move because he's sitting right on the edge of the freaking I, field. I watched that bird walk that ridge right down to that point, and then I, next thing I know, I see Todd come out come out in front of me on the other side of the field. He's giving me hand signals. Oh heck you know? yeah, I'm moving. So, I, I'm making her happen, man. I, if I that pointed, thing got yeah. by Scott, I'm going down that ridge after it. I pointed up on the ridge, made made finger like it's walking with my fingers and pointed to where it was going and away he went right through the bush and the edge of that field right heading for that point. 
Now, by the time I got down there, I didn't know it, but it five minutes had, had gone. It felt like an eternity. Like for me, it wasn't that long, but dad said, oh, it was five minutes ago that that turkey walked down that ridge. Well, it was long gone then by the, long gone. Yeah, by the time yeah. I got there. So that that was first thing in the morning. Well, then I thought, OK, do I go back in there where I know there's no turkeys? And typically I would have. But it's windier than crap. Dad, I got to get him moved because he's sitting out like a sword. I said, Dad, just move back. Just just give me give me five yards off the edge of the field. Like this drives me nuts. Hey, yeah. People with, the, with tree stands do the same thing. Put a tree stand right on the, the tree, right on the edge and think, well, I'm 15 feet in the air. The deer won't see me. If you were on the edge of a cornfield and it's a a hundred yard cornfield across 200 yard cornfield across 50 yard. When they look across that, they see you complete. Like you're in their line of vision. I mean, if they're right below you at 10 feet, they ain't looking up, but if they're 50 yards over, they're seeing you. So get your butt 10 yards in like what's an extra 10 yards in the, in the woods or five yards. So I got to get dad in. So move in dad. So I help him move in. Well, now I might as well sit with you. So I got my low Turkey chair. He's sitting in his big captain's thing. So I sit down and and I'm, I'm hidden by him, but I can still see the fields and that where they are. So dad's calling and calling and calling and calling. And dad said, I'm going to call like crazy all day. Works for me. So he's calling and calling and calling. Well, uh, finally, about an hour later, the wind had died down a little bit. And an hour later, there is a gobble and a half. And I mean, it's a thousand yards away, way down where we don't have permission across the, the this field where the, where the one for last week that dad blew the tree apart where it came from. There's a gobble down there. And I mean, it's a gobble. So that's a big bird. Like you could just tell it was long. It was deep. Oh, it lasted. And I mean, it was full, probably one of the more fuller gobbles I have heard. And it just rang out. And and I thought, holy, I said, that's a big Tom. Keep going, dad. So as he's doing that, then a Jake sounds off just a half gobble. And I'm like, there's another, but that one was like, 200 yards away. So I said, there's more than one. And so he's calling. Well, then there was another full gobble, but not as full. There was that one that was so loud and so full. And we were down the bottom where it would run right along the creek edge, right to us. Like that sound would just come down that corridor. Scotty was up. He heard that one big gobble and he didn't hear the others, but that one he heard. So it was good, but it never sounded off again, but there was others. I said, we got more we got like two or three coming. So just keep calling. Well, dad, it was what? 35. 40 minutes. Oh yeah. And, and they were gobbling like crazy and dad just kept calling and I was calling and dad was calling and I was calling. Well, finally I hear a gobble and I said, that's 200 yards away and it's in this field. Like it's, that was, there was no, you could tell. Yeah. You could tell when that gobble hit, there was nothing between you. It was right there because that that, there was nothing blocking that sound. Like, you know, okay, it's on the other side of those trees. It was kind of muffled. No, this one hit Uh, there. There it is. So get ready, dad. I said, you quit calling, grab your gun. So he put his hand on his gun and I just kept calling, kept calling. And it gobbled again, gobbled. Well, sure enough, boom, there it is. It's 200 yards right on that finger. The same spot it was last week where that same, where the ridge goes down and meets that field. And there's a finger that separates two fields. It's right there. Well, it's looking at our decoys and I'm calling and it puffs up and it gobbles. I gobble back with my gobble call. It gobbles back at me. It puffs up unpuffs, And instead of coming to us, like the one last week ran at the Jake to beat it up. Instead, it's skirting us and going up that Ridge, oh. but I'm going, well, that's okay. Cause Scott and Michael are up there. Up there yeah. So this is good. So we watch it walk that Ridge. Well then that, it, it, that field kind of rolls and it disappeared behind a roll. And I said to dad at that time, I said, okay, 
Here's if Scott and Michael were not sitting right up there, that'd be a dead turkey because I'm going across the bottom of this field to that ridge because I'm protected. It's rolling. I'm going to p- come up that ridge. It's going to be right there and I smoke it. <laughs> but I can't because Scott and Michael are there. Well, I say that to dad and we're sitting there and we're done calling because it's going. It's in their field. It's gobbling. They, I, I don't know if they're calling, but it's going right to them. Well, the next time I see it, it's trotting back the way it came on that ridge. And I'm like, well, what did it see? What happened? What happened? So we watch it. We have no idea. No clue. So I just, I don't understand why it didn't do a beeline into your decoys. Well, and that's it, right? What didn't it like? I, I don't know. Like I even made dad move back in. If dad didn't move back in, imagine the harassment I'd have given him, but I made him move <laughs> back in. So I don't know. It should have come running. So Anyway, uh, it goes, well, I start calling and I gobble. Well, I get it to call and gobble again. So it wasn't that it was like that spooked because if it's that spooked, they're not stopping to call and gobble. They're gone. gone. So it stopped. It got to the other side of of the fence row that separates the two fields at 200 yards away. And I could watch it slowly disappear. So I said to dad, this is the the good part. As soon as it went out of sight behind the shrubs and the bushes on that, that, that fence row that separated the two fields, I said, give me that spot and stock. Throw it to me. I'm going. Because it ain't coming. It did not like something. So dad goes to pick it up. And in the 30-pound illustrious captain's chair, his director's chair that he has that he talks about, so expensive, but it's the most comfortable thing ever, he crashes straight over (laughs) trying to grab that decoy. (laughs) Good grief. Give me that freaking spot and stock. So I get up, I grab it, and I take off with that spot and stock. You didn't even help him up. No, screw that. He he left me laying there silent. Hey, there's two things in this now, world Bill. think about this bill it's got tripod legs four of them and the, the it was perfectly level and i just kind of swiveled a little bit to the left and i'm reaching for the spot and stock and all of a sudden that chair just started to go over and the next thing you know plump, and I'm i hear on my dad side. go oh i was down. shocked <laughs> i've never had that chair ever so he's over. laying there i said you stay there can i get up no you can't give me that d <laughs> So I yanked it out. Of, it so was stuck in the to, ground next to me. I love to, to say it. So there's two things in this, and when you're when that matter, Bill. There's there's two rules I live by. A a gobble trumps a trespassing charge, and B a gobble pass uh, trumps your your father sitting down or laying down in a in a chair on his side. He, he's I, I, are you breathing, Dad? We're good to go. I, I pulled it out. It was sticking in the ground. I pulled it out of the ground and I threw it over to him. And he jumped up and grabbed it, and away he's gone. And he left me to fight my way out of the gobbles, chair. Gobbles trump some things. <laughs> Unbelievable. Now, now I say that don't don't ever take that to heart, anybody, and say that Don. Disclaimer: We are not responsible for a trespassing charge. But anyway, no, absolutely not. Yeah. So Dad's laying down. I grab that sucker and I take off like a shot, trying to get there because I know it's walking away. And now that Dad just hit the ground at two hundred yards, who knows if it seen him or not? I can't see it. Yeah, but I didn't crash over. It went over so nice and slow. I, I but you didn't. Oh, it was graceful. It was I couldn't believe I was going. I've never <laughs> had that chair ever. What caused it? To, it just doesn't do that. And next thing you know, I'm, I'm at that side. point though. He was hidden. I thought, man, if he stayed there the whole time, that well, was behind a great. Big pile of, of, of trash and stuff. I don't know sticks. Not and trash, like a Not down garbage, tree and limbs. All sticks and broken, and and I was down in behind there. You couldn't see nothing. Bramble. So anyway, I got over. I ran. I took right off. Spot and stock. Got to that fence row. Came around it, and no, he was he was gone. Was not there. Um, nothing. Nothing. Not playing at all. So I don't know. I don't. I don't know. So now I said to Dad, you know what? That's it. 
it's it's woods and no decoys from now on. Well, and but, it was uh, cold and like windy. That. I was yeah, well, that's the other thing too. I had a toque and I, I put that toque on and like even when the sun came up with that wind, it was it cut right through me on. Uh, yeah, I, I sat there the whole time. Uh, he would try he to was find out it. of the wind for a while, but I sat. Yeah, all, I try to find bad. a low ridge and go and and oh. get get low where the wind isn't because I know that's where the the turkeys are going to go. Yep. Uh, it but was it, really windy and the wind was cold. I had put two sets of gloves on. My hands were froze. So it it is not was not turkey hunting weather, but I'm glad you guys still have experience. Yeah. And Michael and uh, Scott still no luck. Eh? No luck. No luck. It skirted them. I don't know how, but it did. It got around them. <laughs> so turkey they didn't two. Kick anything out? Us zero. Sorry. They, they didn't kick anything out when they went into the bedroom. That, they didn't uh, go in the bedroom. They they stayed on the edge. They stayed in the okay. field. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, the ones that came like down said, went their way, but went around them. Yeah, I don't know how they didn't see them. I, I really don't. Now, Turkey. he also said that the ones that they seen came from way up uh, in front of them, not from the right. So I think maybe they came down, they walked away from me, and came around and then came out in the field off yeah. of another finger, and that's when they seen them. So maybe they didn't even go near them. Any other hunters around? Uh, yes. So Scott, for the first time ever, said he's seen flashlights in the woods early in the morning when they were setting uh, up, but, but we never heard any, any calling or nothing. Mm, now I thought I heard no some shooting. crashing, but I, I mean, it's, I was in there at friggin' by, I was sitting down ready to rock at like six minutes after five. Yeah. Cause I looked yeah. at my watch when I got my gloves on and my hat and everything. And it was five. And I'll tell five. you, I wouldn't want to be any later. No, and that's what uh, my brother and I talked about too. We were there pretty much the same time. Once we got the decoy set, we had lots of time where it was dark and and uh, uh, you know to, to get set up and keep quiet. But um, I, this time of year, uh, early, early is the name of the game for me. Yeah. So, but well, we we did actually hear two shots. Not that early in the morning, obviously, but it was two shots. Probably oh, you could barely hear them, and with the wind, uh, the wind was blowing right at us, and it was uh, <laughs> could have carried was, that sound away. I was going to say, trying trying to spit out, it it, would have carried that sound to us, but that's all we heard. And we were, we're in good turkey on woods. There's a a good block around with all kinds of woods. And I've seen birds there before. My my brother said the farmer saw 20 uh, midweek. So it just didn't happen. Man. It just didn't happen. Yeah. We got time still. We got a few more weekends left and I'll be out this Sunday. I can't get out Saturday. I got stuff going on on Saturday morning that got to help out with uh, around the house here. And I but, uh, yeah, I got to get out Sunday, Sunday morning. I'll be out for sure. Rock and roll. But yeah, so that's our story <laughs> thus far. That's our tips and tricks from my standpoint, but don't, don't listen to me. You can listen to dad sit right in the middle of the field for all I care. Yeah. Why not? You get a goose here. <laughs> put, put, your, put your coffin put blender down there. Right right there. <laughs> I often wondered if that'd be a good idea. You know, good idea. For areas. deer. I wanted to do it for deer. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, it'd be a decent idea. Turkeys, you can find a hide spot anywhere, but sitting at one of those coffin blinds and in the middle of the field and have a combo hunt, deer hunt, goose hunt combo. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, there's lots of spots. I think of that, put that, that chair out. Cause they cut corners and stuff in the field and they're too, just feel like they're just too far out of range. But if you're out That's there right. and you can watch the whole edge and, and then all of a sudden you just got to sit up and they're going to go whoop. Too late. That's, that's a making it happen hunt right yep. there. I'm going to do it one of these so, days. Yep. Well, that's a good story, gentlemen. Thanks for the conversation. That's yeah. pretty much our time for the weekend. It is. It is right there. Appreciate it, Bill. 
Thanks, guys. Talk Good again. luck uh, this week if we, yeah. we don't talk before. Nope. Appreciate it. You as well. Awesome. Take care. Thanks, Bill. And that'll do it for this week, folks, for the Redneck Country Podcast. I'm Bill, the Almost Guy Tom. And I'm Todd. And thanks for listening. And folks, if you want to be part of the podcast or you want to give us some feedback or really contact us about anything, feel free to email us at podcast at theredneckcountry.com. Again, that's podcast at theredneckcountry.com. Thanks for listening. Talk to you again next week. <laughs>